Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. It is 8 to 23. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning. We've of course been discussing the hospital and what is really going on there. Jonathan Feldstein, founder of Genesis One to Three Foundation, joins us this morning. Jonathan, good morning. Thank you for doing so. How are you doing? I, I, I continue to be no worse off than anyone else here in Israel. Thank you for asking. Okay, so that seems to be settling in on one of the answers that uh, that <laughs> that can be used when people ask how you are. This hospital story is fascinating to me because from the very, very early part of the war, the signs were all there, weren't they? When we had the hysteria around the alleged bombing by Israel, which of course didn't happen, uh, 500 people killed, which didn't happen, but that was a big sign to say, stay away from here we are this is uh, this is not somewhere where you need to be or maybe it is and now it would seem that this hospital is central to the whole story correct uh, she I mean, all the hospitals have been used for human as human shields and hiding Hamas weapons and fighters and and there's a fabulous uh, animated video of uh, of what the bunkers even look like under Shifa hospital that I've been told by the, that Israel knows by very reliable intelligence. Um, it's been a public secret for years that, that Hamas and Islamic Jihad are using the hospitals as, uh, as, as shields for themselves and the people inside as human shields. Um, and, and I have no question that that's been shared mm. to Western leaders for years as well. The question I ask is why all of a sudden are, are if the, if the terrorists are firing from the hospitals, making them a completely legitimate target, why is the world not concerned about evacuating people and letting them get out safely and then taking care of business as mm. needed to to eliminate the terrorists? Also, unfortunately, we have the compounded issue of presumably the hostages are in and underneath the hospital, and that was pu- made public and, and something that we know that the hostages, or at least many of them, were forced to put on hospital gowns and paraded through the hospital in order to get into the bunkers. So it's a, it's a very big, it's a public issue, it's not a secret, and Israel should be able to be dealing with it rather than getting the pressure to have a ceasefire without all the hostages coming back. Mm. But this is, to, to me, what's, what's worrying is if Hamas eventually release the, the uh, babies and the vulnerable in the hospital, it leaves them without a shield, which makes it very, very <laughs> unlikely that they would do so because then otherwise it just becomes a regular war zone. Well, that's correct. And, and actually, so that's where the pressure needs to be exerted. Uh, all of the world powers convening in, in Doha, trying to get the Qatarim, I don't even know what the pr- plural is, mm. Qatar to intercede and, and release some uh, hostages should be pressuring Hamas to release all of the hostages and cl- evacuate the hospital and tell them that it's unclear. Say, gentlemen, well, that's a loose term. Mm, mm. People, you use it uh, I don't know how you use it. Right, yeah. people, you you've mm. used this hospital as a as a, a combat uh, a facility for combating Israelis. Now, now fight the battle. Let Israel do the job, and you fight back, and then you'll get your seventy-two virgins in the end mm. when you're all martyred. But but to use human beings, civilians is obscene. It's it's a it's a war crime. It's a crime against humanity, and that's where the pressure should be. 
Yeah, because the bottom line here is that Hamas is not only holding uh, Israelis as hostages, but they are holding the most vulnerable in Palestinian society as hostages Correct. as well in the hospital. But but it's it's just not out there. It, it is so no. bizarre because we keep seeing pictures, false pictures of of dead babies, uh, to 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 confuse us. It's not it's not out there. People are blaming Israel for the fact that Hamas is using uh, th- these human shields. People are blaming Israel for carnage, and and there is. I mean that that's for sure. But the, Israel's Israel's strategy is not to go in and massacre civilians. In fact, that's why, you know, when you asked how I am. Today I'm better than yesterday because yesterday I found out that my son was called up and his and his unit went into the army. Mm. But his son, my son, came home in the middle of the night from Gaza. Didn't have to go into combat yet because of this pressure, because because Israel's being forced. Right, because it would be it wouldn't be difficult for Israel. Israel could flatten Gaza in an hour if it really wanted to. Instead, they are sending their precious sons and daughters into a battlefield, into a place where they risk being killed and and wounded in order to protect That's civilians. It. That's exactly it. That my son and, and his unit mm. and the parents and the spouses are prepared for our children to go into battle, to, to squash Hamas, to free Gaza of this horrible uh, uh, threat, both to us and to Palestinian Arabs, and do so and, and pay, pay a very heavy price to do so, so we don't have to go in and carpet bomb them. Sheba Hospital could probably be destroyed with one or two bombs. Now, my concern is that when soldiers actually go into Sheba Hospital, how much of it is booby-trapped and how much Mm, of mm, the hospital mm. will be blown up by Hamas without regard for the human beings that are inside it. Right, because it actually serves them. You see, because they, you, you, it's, it's this terrible irony here that Hamas actually doesn't care about those lives. In fact, it suits them for them to die. It does. And whereas it doesn't suit Israel for the uh, for the patients to die, and they don't want them to, uh, but uh, so so, so they're actually fighting completely opposite sides to this war, which is so strange in this way. Hamas wins when there's death on either side, and Israel's trying to prevent death on either side, and that's the that's the equation that has no no solution in between the two, and that's why we and I really want to implore everyone listening now to go to genesis123.co and sign the petition uh, to release all of the hostages, no ceasefire until all of the hostages are released, because what we're seeing now is the idea of peeling off the non-Israeli and non-Jewish hostages, which is very eerie. You and I are old enough to remember Entebbe when when the mm-hmm. Air France plane was hijacked uh, in 1976. We're seeing exactly the same thing. And I, and I promise you, I promise every listener, that as soon as the non-Israelis and non-Jews are released from Gaza, nobody will give a damn about the Jews and Israelis who are still being held in some sort of underground dungeon. So and, that, and that will continue to cause loss yes. of life. Jonathan, here's a, a, just a message that says, guys, your narrative is poor. Kids, sick ones in particular, must never be attacked, even if, no matter what. Uh, how, how do we respond to that? There are recordings of Israeli, uh, Israeli uh, soldiers speaking with the Arabic, uh, with the administrators of the hospital in Arabic, telling 
the the hospital administrators exactly how to get out any patients that can be gotten out that there's a safe evacuation route on the east side of the building if i'm not mistaken but don't quote me i, I heard the recording i saw the hebrew translation um israel is doing everything possible to get all of the patients out of the hospital and uh, that's where we leave it cats thank you for that and uh, jonathan felstein thank you as always for chatting to us at is 831